Hello, Network podcast listeners. I'm Elisa Morse, the producer of the Network podcast and filmmaking instructor at Blue Valley Caps. Today, we wanted to bring you a conversation Corey had with a student named Colton Coza from our Washington, Missouri Caps program. Enjoy. And so that was really cool, just being able to go out and have that hands-on experience of being in more of a business environment instead of just learning in a classroom. So I'm sitting here with Colton Coza, who is a student at Washington Caps. He's a senior. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, you spend your mornings in Washington Caps. Uh, what's the official name of the class? Business and Entrepreneurship? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yep. Here at Four Rivers. Yes, sir. I spend my first two hours of the day. Instead of going to the high school, I come straight here. And then after my first two hours, I get back in my truck and go back to the Washington High School for the rest of my day. Excellent. And, and Washington, Missouri is... I don't know if it would be called a suburb necessarily of St. Louis, but you're in the region of St. Louis. Right. right? Yes. So we're about uh, an hour away from St. Louis, southwest of St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when I've been here and kind of been around the community, I mean, it feels like a small town. There's a decent amount of people around here. I mean, this is probably a town of what, 20 or 25,000 people. I don't think it's quite 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 that big. I think, yeah, 15. Maybe 15,000. And uh, certainly, quite a bit of industry and there's a really robust chamber of commerce here. Yes, sir. But uh, it does have a little bit of a different feel from programs that we work with that are either like in the inner ring suburbs of a, of a bigger town or directly inside of a. Right. A I, yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, even when talking and working with the city of commerce, they actually gave us the caps kids, a little sneak peek of a video that they're going to air on TV at St. Louis and the regions around us to try and draw people into our community. But it was cool because a lot of the people in the video kind of said the same things you just mm-hmm. did. They talked about how it's it's got a great small town feel to it. And they know everybody that, you know, it's, it's a safe community. It's It has the uh, attractions that a bigger town will have, but at the same time, you get that really small town feel and people really love it. Yeah. So that was, it was really cool through caps. We got to, we got a little sneak peek of that. And we got to see, we actually went to a, not a town hall meeting, but kind of like a, a bigger fair board meeting where they talked about all this stuff And the Washington city chamber conference was there as well. And it was a breakfast that we got to go to and they showed us that video when we were there. And it, it was just really neat to see because really you wouldn't think that your city or a smaller town like this is doing that type of things. Yeah. But it was just really cool to see because we won't, it won't air here in Washington. They're focusing it out and away in bigger cities yeah. to try and draw in. That's very cool. And you told me uh, that you work at Falling Timber Farm. Yes, sir. I work at Falling Timber Farm a little bit. And what is that? What do uh, you do there? So there, actually, I, uh, I became really good friends with the, the owner and his daughter and son through it. Actually, I uh, came to them, contacted them about being able to turkey hunt their property. Okay. Because that is, that's my big passion in life is what okay. is turkey hunting. And going through that, I became super close with the owner's son and daughter. And they're actually, I would consider my best friends now. I, I met them actually about this time last year and uh, become some of my best friends. But through that, I, you know, I don't work there full time. I actually work at a different farm full time, uh, Clover Bottom, actually an alpaca farm, which okay. is kind of wild. But uh, Falling Timber, I just help them feed bulls. And uh, the other day we poured with pesticides to keep their coats good for the sale coming up. And I uh, feed straw, that sort of thing, help them sort every now and then. Yeah. And it sounds like you actually had a project here at Caps 
that was kind of like a gift that you were able right. to give yep. to them. So yeah, for talk Christmas. Talk a little about that, what okay. kind of work that you did for that. Yes, sir. So for Christmas, uh, I came up with the idea of, of getting Yeti cups and engraving them for them. So they've got a farm logo because they're actually, you know, they're a global come our global farm they sell both semen all over the world and so it was really cool so that you know online i was able to just google their logo and all these options came up uh-huh. and so i selected their logo and then i uh, put it on their computer onto a an actually engraving program that's on the computer i sized it out how i wanted it and i used uh, the yeti cups you know the ones that have the coating on them uh-huh. and i engraved it in there and put their farm logo and their uh their beef genetics and everything on that, and then gave them these Yeti cups for Christmas, which they really like. So it was cool. Miss Jay let me do that before we uh, really started our big projects, kind of just, you know, a little Christmas gift. She allowed us to use our some of the uh, equipment to do that. Yeah, Mrs. Jay is your teacher. Yes, sir. Yep, Miss yeah. Jay is my CAPS teacher. Yeah. And so um, I've, I've took a little bit of a tour of a space that I've seen a few times now, which is the confluence where we are right now. Right. Actually, we're, we're sitting, you can't see if you're listening, but we're sitting in a uh, just recently renovated space that's been converted into essentially a podcast studio. Right. So yep. the timing is actually good to be talking <laughs> with you yeah, because we have a soundproof a room. Idea. Yeah. So this idea was born through a, a, a group here that for their big project, they wanted to make a podcast. And so Miss J had this closet and she was like, well, shoot, we've got to build a constructions class here. We can make something out of this. So she contacted the head of the building and he, you know, they kind of designed it together and came up with this room here that we're in now. And uh, it actually worked out great. I think it took them like two weeks to do all this and they got it done. And, you know, it works out for both classes because the building trades kids get experience working on a room like this and we get a room out of it. So it worked out really well. That's awesome. And that's actually a great segue. Uh, this this place here, Four Rivers Career Center, which is where CAPS is located, there are all these various industry um, focuses, these kind of uh, disciplines, if you will, right, that, yes. that students can go through, whether that's health and medicine or it's teacher education or it's business and entrepreneurship, yeah. which is where you are. Um, but it sounds like you've been directly involved in a project where you actually you know, came to a point in a project where you needed something and it wasn't your skill set. And so you leveraged another part of the building. So could you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, of course. So in this building, they've got all kinds of different things. They've got welding, auto tech, they've got building trades, graphic design, uh, like you said, the health classes. So really, you know, it's a lot of hands-on different types. And really what they're looking to do here is get you ready to go into the career that you want. Mm -hmm. And so going into this, I actually, uh, I'm making an outdoor hoodie company. And so going into that, I wanted it to be not based around a brand. I wanted my company to be something that really celebrates what we do as hunters and outdoorsmen. And so I didn't want it to just be screaming about my company name. I wanted it to be more based around the wildlife or the artwork. And so myself, I've always, you know, never had an artistic ability, never been able to draw. So I came up to this point where I was like, well, you know, I can't copyright anything off the internet. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do here. And Miss J suggested, well, why don't you go talk to the graphic design kids? And to be honest, I had no idea what they did down there <laughs> until I went down and spent a class period yeah. talking with a girl that the teacher is kind of not assigned, but she gets credit out of it too. And he was like, well, Joette can help you. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I talked to her and she was super helpful, super understanding, you know, really brought my ideas to life, if you will. Yeah, Cause cool. you know, I, she just sat me down and she was like, all right, tell me what you want. And I was like, 
okay. So I just try to like explain what yeah. I want. And the whole time I'm explaining it, she's just like furiously drawing in this yeah, that right? And uh-huh. she flips it around. And she's like, what do you think of this? And I was like, well, that's really cool. But can we change like this little piece? And so yeah. she flips around and races and changes it. And it was just a wild. So process. she did the whole thing right while you were. Oh yeah, talking. she did. She was like, okay, give me a couple of days to get on the computer and then I'll send it to you. And I was like, okay. So she, a couple of days later, I get this email and I open it up. And it's just this awesome graphic that she made. Actually, it's my first one's based around turkey hunting. Like uh-huh. I mentioned earlier, yep. turkey hunting's always been this passion yep. of mine. And uh, she flipped it, or she emailed it to me and showed it to me. And it was just awesome. It was this great file. And so I was able to use that and print it off to put it in my business plan. And then to put it on these hoodies, I had to run it through a vinyl cutter. Well, we ran into the problem where that vinyl cutter will only take an SVG file. So I emailed her and I was like, hey, can you change this from a JPEG? to an SVG 10 minutes later, I get an email back and it's already changed. Wow. So I was like, Oh my gosh, that's some good awesome. customer service. It really is. And so she, she switched it over for me and I was able to put it through the vinyl cutter and make my first hoodie with my first design, which is now included not only the caps class we have here, but also the graphic design class. That's very cool. So you, you essentially became a client for uh, the student. Right. Yeah, I would say, that ex- yeah, exactly. Um, it was really cool. I think we both kind of got some great experience out of that because she's able to work, you know, not just make a design for a teacher, but work with another student and have to come up with something like you said, for a client almost, yeah, and yeah. then be able to produce that. So. Yeah. So uh, one last question for you. You've had a chance to be a part of CAPS this year yes. um, as a senior. What would you say if you had to pick like the biggest element of this program that's been a benefit to you going forward like if you had to, and I, there may be more than one thing right, right. But, but if you had to pick one it was like this is the reason this was a special opportunity what would it be well i'd say i've always been really interested in business mm-hmm. um i've always known that was something to go you know i've grown up working on i'm on my third farm now that i've worked at but I've always known deep down that I wanted to go into business. Um, as soon as I could at the high school, I started taking marketing classes when uh, my grade was at, uh, I think you have to be a, either sophomore or junior, start taking marketing classes. And I joined DECA and that was great, but it, it's not really a very big hands-on thing. I think they do a great job with the marketing program and the DECA, the, the DECA events that they hold. And that's something that I've always loved. Um, DECA will always be something that I've really enjoyed, enjoyed competing through it. But then coming to CAPS, I really wanted more of a hands-on feeling. I wanted more uh, business experience, if you will. Mm-hmm. And CAPS has really, I think, given that to me. Miss J has been a great teacher, and she teaches us a lot, but at the same time, she doesn't. She makes us figure things out on our own. She makes us use our resources to where it's not just, you know, well, here, try this. Or, well, she'll say, you know, try this, but she won't be like, do this or do that, and then it'll work. Yeah. She'll say, well maybe, you know, try this or she'll be like, well, talk to somebody else. Like with my graphic design thing, I was like, what if I just, you know, try and pay for a graphic or something like that? And she was like, well, maybe you could talk to graphic design, which is something I didn't know about. But Miss J being an employee here knew all about it. And uh, I'd say a lot of our projects here have really given me a scope of what maybe I'll go into the future. Uh, Next year, I'll be actually attending Mizzou for ag business. Great. Um, Great. And so, you know, I didn't know what all I'd be going into. And one of the things we did here, which I mentioned earlier, has been my all-time favorite thing we've done in here. And I don't know if she'll be able to beat it, but it's been uh, selling the ads. And I think what I really loved about that is like, you know, you people can tell you you make a good salesman or you can do, you know, the little fundraisers. I went to a Catholic grade school, you know, uh-huh. and we had to sell things. But yeah. 
until you go out and not just sell to your neighbors and sell to a big face company. You know, uh, Clumco, one of the companies I sold to just built, I think it's like a $10 million uh, uh, facility. Oh, wow. And, it, you know, it's just this huge deal for Washington. And so to be in front of employees of a company like that, you know, and to not just be in front of your neighbors, to be in front of somebody that actually is, you know, very important and runs something yeah. so giant, yeah. I think was really an experience that I enjoyed very much because, you know, you have to, you, you know, they're not just going to be like, well, here, they wanted to know about <laughs> it. They want to know how it benefit them. They want to know when it'd be out, all these different things. So before each time me and my partner gauge the car, we, you know, before we walked in, we'd be like, all right, here's what we're going to go over. Don't forget to point out these parts, you know, don't stutter, walk through it clearly. You know, we just went over everything that we had to do and then we'd go in and, you know, it definitely, I know this might sound a little odd, but it, it was definitely something that got me excited. Kind of made my heart race a little bit. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah. you really want to make that impression that these people, you know, know that you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing, that you're a professional individual. Got some adrenaline going, it sounds right. like. Right, yeah. And, and it was just really fun because I think, you know, me and Gage ended up selling quite a few ads. Uh, and it was just really cool because we would sell a bunch. And then we actually made it through the list of companies we were supposed to sell. And we would text Miss Jane and be like, hey, do you have any more companies? And she, you know, she texted me, well, try this one. And then we texted back, okay, so we'll try this one. And so that was really cool. Just being able to go out and have that hands-on experience of being in more of a business environment instead of just learning in the classroom. What incredible uh, professional skills. It really was. Yeah, the it was Communication, um, the ability to, I'm assuming, manage your time right. to get around and to hit, hit all these folks up and the prep that goes into making a pitch. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, I don't know if you had to deal with any disappointment. It sounds like you were pretty successful. Right. We, uh, I believe we had, I think maybe uh, two companies turn us down. You know, how many did you close? How many ads did you end up getting? I, I want to say it was like eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. But, so you had about an 85% conversion rate. Right. Yeah. It ended up really well for us. But you know, one thing we really tried not to take it. Well, we took it seriously, but like when we got turned down, you know, we weren't like, oh, well, maybe we're not doing good enough. We knew yeah. we had a good thing going on and we just, you know, didn't let us bug us, got back in the car and went to the next one yeah. and tried to sell the next one. You know, we didn't try and dwell over that one for too long and sit there, you know, and be like, well, gosh, you know, maybe we shouldn't try more. You know, we just tried to go transition into our next one, get to the next one and, and sell another one. And uh, that, I think that was just really a great hands-on experience. Yeah. One thing, and it really helped me for what I'm uh, hoping to go into as a career is I'm either looking into seed sales for major seed companies or being a bull buyer. Okay. And so I feel like that is, that was really, and maybe that's why I loved it so much. I don't know. I think <laughs> a lot of it was talking to people. I really enjoyed yeah. talking and presenting, Yeah. but um, it really, I think is something that'll help me going into my major next year in college. That's incredible. And this was a project where you worked with the Washington chamber of commerce. Yes, sir. We so were you were selling, you were selling advertisements for a publication. Right. Yes. And so this was outreach to the local business community. And I think, and some of your other classmates were also a part of this. Right. Project. Yes. So this was something Washington Chamber of Commerce actually came to caps about this. They're like, Hey, we want to make a magazine that we can, cause we have a wonderful industrial park here. I don't know if you've ever had the privilege of seeing that, but it, it's just wonderful. It's a very clean place. And all these businesses are there. And uh, they were like, we want to, we want to advertise this. We want to try and get more companies in here in Washington. And so they were like, we're going to try and make this magazine, but each, uh, each time it's published, we're going to feature four different companies from the industrial park, talk about them, talk about their success. And they're like, what we want you guys to do is go out and sell ads so we can pay for this magazine on its own. 
And so we were given that opportunity. We also actually came up with the name for it as well. They let us, you know, we brainstormed all these ideas and names and presented them to present the names to them. And they went through and picked out their favorites and then kind of whittled it down from there. But they actually, you know, they trusted us with quite a bit. And as a high school student, that's that's a really cool experience. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just like your teacher's like, okay, well, we're gonna pretend like we're coming up with this idea. And, you know, getting a little group with your classmates, you know, this was real. Yeah. This is something that's going to be made and shown to other business professionals. So I think that was just, it's just a crazy experience that I never thought I would get in high school. And CAPS has given that to me. And, and it's just been great. I've absolutely loved it. That's awesome. So one, one final thought or one final question for you. We have at times been told that the reason that a model like CAPS works or has worked in the past is because we have launched the programs in places that have a really high density of population and density of businesses. So, for example, suburbs, corporate suburbs that are right outside of a major metro area would be one example. So tell anyone who said that to us in the past why that is wrong. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Like you said, I mean, the next major city from us is a little over an hour away. So, you know, obviously that's not something we work with here with yeah. our CAPS department. Kansas City, where you're from, is probably the next big one. And that's, I think, three and a half, four hours. Yeah. So really, we don't have a lot of big city stuff here. Um, I mean, we have like entertainment stuff here, but no big city companies. What we have is, you know, it's a rural area of farming. And people wouldn't think of farming as being a big, a big company. But like I said, Falling Timber is globally selling bull semen, you know, across the world and all across the country, uh, Russia, Africa, South America. You wouldn't think of that as being a big company, but everything that big companies are doing, these farmers are doing as well. And that's something I feel like, and I, you know, I don't mean to be biased, but the, the city population doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, farming isn't just planting something and picking it up and then, you know, magically it somehow gets somewhere to turn into food. Right. They have to do everything a business is doing. They have to watch their financing. You know, can we afford a new tractor for this year that maybe it'll bring our production up, but it's going to set us back this much in cost. They have to think through all that. A lot of what we do with uh, livestock, you know, you have to think about, okay, well, we lost this many cattle or we have to sell this many for this year. Maybe we can buy this stud bull and bring them in this year, but are we going to be able to afford that? Are we going to be able to sell enough? So really we have resources here that are like a big company that people would think is a big company. We also have the industrial park, which I don't know enough, you know, about the bigger cities, know if they have things like that, but it's big machine shops. We have a lot of uh, tool and die shops around here, which actually we sold quite a bit of ads to them. And those, you know, those are big facilities here. I know one of them just locally actually makes firing pins for tanks, which to think that comes out of your little town, that's, (laughs) that's kind of crazy. Ziglin sign is another big one and they make signs, you know, once again, all across the country. Um, I have the privilege of being really good friends with the owner of that uh, Ben Ziglin. And I just, you know, I really didn't understand everything he did until through caps. I went to sell an ad to him. He was like, Hey, you guys got a little time. I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you want to take a tour and kind of understand more what we do. So me and my partner did that. And that was really awesome. You know, we got to figure out that even though it's based out of the small little town of Washington, once again, he's sending ads all over the Mm -hmm. country and he are not ad signs. And he's not just, you know, he makes giant ones. Like one of his clients when we were there was a Denny's. 
all oh, the really? Denny signs he makes and IHOP and stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And then all the little plates you see in hotels, like room numbers, yeah. he's making those and shipping those out everywhere and sending guys to go install it. So even though we might not have, you know, those Fortune 500 companies here and that sort of thing, we have big companies. We have very profitable companies yeah. here that, you know, it's a different learning experience from maybe like where you're from, your caps, that is able to do it in a big city. But I think still we're handling very, you know, very important companies, yeah, companies that totally. make a big difference. Just they come out of a smaller town and people might not realize that as much. That's right. Uh, you said it very well. And it's something that we've seen, but you're living it. And, right, yes, uh, you know, these are this engagement, I, the engagement that I'm hearing about from your program with the business community, I would put up against any other CAPS program. Right. And you're very deeply ingrained in what's going on. In this right. community. I think, you know, like you said, maybe bigger schools think we might not have as much going on for us. But I definitely think, you know, we keep it very professional and we keep things that are, you know, on the up and up, if you will. You know, we, we do learn a lot and we we deal with bigger things. I think we have a very professional group here that, you know, really knows what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to see quite a quite a run of uh, programming and initiatives like this across smaller communities and rural America, because I think that um, this is a way that you continue to grow that connectivity with your community and and figure out ways to stabilize and grow. And that, you know, that is something like you just said, you know, the farming communities and like different things like that and these bigger farms, it's something that's never going to go away. Um, You know, Fortune 500 companies or bigger companies, different companies in the city that offer services, you know, that service might not be needed, um, but I guarantee they won't be making a machine that's going to get up at two o'clock in the morning and go calve a cow, mm-hmm. you know, or go splint a calf that maybe has uh, deformed ankles, that sort of thing. It's something that's never going to go away and that continues to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the money you can make off of these, it, it is quite a bit. You know, farmers aren't all just, you know. And the little house sort of thing that maybe you see them predicted as, sure. you know, these are these are big money companies and they're they're all across America. You know, you can get in with a farm like this and it will take you and network you all across America. Like I said earlier, you know, farms and companies from all across the country know, you know, falling timber and they're able to research or not research, but resource through them. You know, they use their bulls, they're seen in their genetics. And so it's not just something that's right here in this town. And I feel like that might be a giant misconception, actually, hmm. is that, you know, this farms in this town will same farms in the town next over. Right. And that's not necessarily true. You know, they they may do, be doing Angus there or just Hereford's Longhorns, you know, or just beef cattle and not be doing genetics. Or maybe they don't have enough to get a good genetic pool going. And, uh, you know, if you can get in with a farm, it's just insane. The things that they do that you wouldn't think they did. You know, it's a global network and it'll never go away. It continues to grow every day. And uh, it, it, it's just a really good thing to get in with because, you know, some companies like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Kingdom Canine, you know, they might have a nicer face to it in a building that you can go and see what they do. Sure. But that company is not all across America as where some of these farms are. And I think that's an experience that we'll get in these smaller towns that other CAPS programs won't. That's wonderful. Well, hey, Colton, thank you so much yes. for your time. Yeah, thank you. You spent a lot of time touring me around today, yeah. and uh, I've greatly appreciated this seeing you. It's a cool experience. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Well, fantastic. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. All right. And we wish you luck as you move forward. All right. Thank okay. you. Great talking to All you. Right. Thank you. As Corey would say, the tipping point is near. The work you're doing as administrators and instructors is going a long way in reimagining what K-12 education looks like. 
keep pushing. And until next time, be well. 